Today's episode is brought to you by DeSanto Propane. DeSanto Propane is four generations strong as a trustworthy family-owned business with unmatched customer service. Go online at desantopropane.com for more info or call toll-free at 1-800-752-4574. Since 1937, the difference has been DeSanto Propane. Today we continue our series previewing local elections across the Finger Lakes by catching up with one of the candidates running for Geneva City Council. Antonio Gomez-Pedro joins me via Zoom. Antonio, thanks so much for taking the time today. Well, thanks, Josh, for having me. So, start with the easy question. Why are you running for City Council? Um, that's a long question right there. I mean, it's uh, I could probably spend a lot of time doing this one here, but, uh, you know, I... I migrated to this country in 1995, fleeing the guerrilla war from Guatemala, not knowing where that was going to take me, and I ended up in upstate. So I've been in the area almost 25, uh, 28 years since 1995. Was adopted into this area with the local farms, one of the biggest local farms in this area, and then moved out to a different organic farm, and then bought a house here in Geneva. And so I got a lot invested into um, the city of Geneva. Uh, number one, I bought my first house, which I uh, I currently own here on 65 Monroe. Number two, I uh, I raised a family, brought my wife from Guatemala, and so she we started a family, and I uh, we raised three daughters, Kaylin, Evelyn, and Hadassah. I have a graduate from FLCC. I have a, a junior in high school, and I have a sophomore in high school. So, uh, so I got a lot invested into the city of Geneva. Number one. Um, uh, after that, I jumped out of the the workforce and I started my own business, and it has grown to be uh, quite a business here in the uh, in the area of the Finger Lakes, uh, which is uh, called uh, AG Creative Touch. Or uh, you can go on, on Google and and find it as GenevaHandyman.com. So that would be uh, us. But so I got a lot invested into our community. And the first goal was just to. Uh, how can I make Geneva better when I ran for the first time, which I, I, I lost against uh, my opponent in 2019. And so uh, a lot of people can find out about who I am and why, uh, why I ran. One of the things is um, I've been called to the duty of service because this country has given me so much to um, when, when I uh, arrived here in 1995, and I was adopted, and also I, I'm a, uh, I was adopted into this community in Geneva, and so I consider Geneva my home, and I consider the country where I come from my second home, it, only when I visit. But so, if you ask that question, why am I running? Uh, seeing the things that are going on in um, in Geneva, and also the you know the Latino population that has grown uh, here in Geneva, and there hasn't been no representation for us, number one. Number two, um, I want to be that, bre- that bridge between the Latino community and uh, and businesses uh, around local farms and here in Geneva, which we have. We have been a bridge between the law enforcement, the language barrier. Uh, we've had been able to site, do some uh, site cons on the um, middle and working now with the high school um uh, we started a, a 
a group called the uh, Latino Parents to be, you know, have uh, accountability here in the city for students, teachers, and parents. So the reason why I'm running is because see, seeing how city council has been, you know, for the past four years, we have been, uh, well, I ran the first time because I want, I want the Latino uh, community to be part of the decision-making, number one. And then uh, looking at the the city council, what happened, you know, these four years where we have become uh, like the laughing stock of the of the uh, neighbor towns and everything that, that's been, uh, has been uh, in the news, it's been just anything that comes from our uh, city. And I think we are better than that. And I think I can bridge, uh, try to bridge that uh, closeness, that unity among because I, I do business with uh, with all kinds of uh, uh, people here in the city of Geneva. Yeah. Um, when you campaign and you're talking to folks uh, in the city, what are the biggest issues that you're hearing from them that they're they're worried about on the day to day? Well, uh, taxes, <laughs> the taxes, you know, uh, nobody wants to pay more than they have to. Yeah. And I agree with them, you know, number one, we have to, we have to make sure that whoever is in office, uh, whether it's me or somebody else, it's somebody who's do, doing his homework, somebody who has some common sense when it comes to decision-making and also has some business experience. Uh, so uh, the number one thing that I, uh, that people talk to me about is how taxes are so high here in Geneva. The, uh, I just met with uh, one of the constituents in the, in the area and they um, mentioned to me that they were gonna put the house on the market the next day when I stopped at the home. They were gonna have a uh, house opening just because their taxes are um, so high. And um, well, mine went up too. And so, that the burning I, I was i was just talking to a, a single mother with a, a family uh you know and two children and then she's just um struggling because the taxes are high and so that's the number one thing that, that they want to um they want whoever get uh, gets on city council to address and to work on it and not just promises in um and just leave it, you know, for another four years. And that has been ever since I ran the last time, which is an, it's an issue that um, uh, there's two things that we, we, we can do. Number one, we need to increase the tax base. Number two, we had to cut services. So where do you start here? You know, nobody wants any, uh, nobody wants their services cut. And I think we need to um, work on it, uh, increase the tax base. And so, um, and Geneva is only, and I know a lot of the other ca uh, candidates that have been on, on your show, uh, I'm figuring like one, uh, you know, the Geneva, only 60% of the uh, the people that live here, of the properties are off the tax, um, the tax roll, 40% pay here. And so we need to find ways how we can increase those other properties that are out there. Like I, um, uh, when I ran the first time, try to tackle those zombie homes, 
that are out there that that we can get them you know get them to pay more um so that's that's the number one thing the other thing that i that i uh i heard that they they were talking about the um the unification and the other thing was safety and some common sense that they that's why i put that in there um because uh when it's all said and done we need to be able to sit down as uh mature citizens of this uh community but in this neighborhood and just focus on the needs of our community and uh what are those needs so um the the city of geneva just hired a uh economic developer and so we need to exploit you know his expertise and try to um sit down with him if I like that, you know, I would sit down with him monthly because I'm I'm in and about uh, uh, remodify, uh, remodeling some of those uh, houses that I uh, that I said that uh, when I ran, and that's how my business took off because I saw some of those opportunities. So what I did is I just went and knocked the doors and then just give them my car and just uh, and that's how I landed some of those contracts. And we've been for, since 2022 uh, and twenty twenty three. We, we've been focusing and um, remodeling uh, on Genesee Street, where there's been a lot of work going on with the with the with the mudslide and and, and the, you know the drain issue. Uh, we had to take care of some of those issues too. So we need to uh, with a new uh, economic developer. We need to sit down with with him and and I would uh, do an approach with him and just kind of see what where is he at every month you know ask him you know what's he doing um and how we can you know assist him to to be able to you know um and bring some more uh some of that uh increase that tax base and enlighten the, the burden for for the community you mentioned uh zombie homes and you're actually not the first candidate to mention zombie homes uh to me is that do you think the easiest or fastest uh, way for the city to make some positive ground on not only the tax issue, but also the the housing issue where the, the lack of housing right now uh, in the city exists? Yeah, some of those will bring some money to the tax base, but there's also properties like the, like the you know, the other thing that we need to look into is just um, make sure that we protect like the businesses that we have here, you know, like uh, like the Gar- Guardian Glass, Hankel, and then try to invest into uh, Micron, the new uh, company coming up in, in Syracuse, and see if we can be part of that money to try, try to bring some of the, those businesses here in the city of Geneva, and we can be able to benefit and bring some more into the tax base. Um, the other thing is to try to um, market the uh, Geneva uh, Agritech. That's why that facility on preemption was put in there for a reason. So when it's a small business that wants to start, you know, I started my business as a, as a part-time basis and I saw the need. There is a lot of opportunities here. We just need to be able to have vision for um, and tackle those. And and some of my, um, and in my platform, you can look at, uh, um, um, it was written in there that um, even if I had to do the services lower, you know, when I do, I remodel because my my vision started out the elderly, focus on the elderly here in the community. 
especially those elderly people that live here, that they, uh, they've been here longer in Geneva, but they used to be handymen. They used to do their own things at home, but now they're, they're aged that they can't climb and, and the ladder, clean the gutters, uh, come and do that. And they need to power wash their side, uh, the side, uh, the siding and uh, power wash their decks and stuff. They don't do it anymore, like uh, cleaning up the yard and stuff like that. So that started up like that, just like a part-time, and it just grew because there is a need, and we just need someone with uh, with a fresh uh, ideas to bring this into uh, to the table and, and just not just bring it, but also push it forward so, um, so we can um, uh, bring some uh, tax to the tax roll. Tax base. Absolutely. Um, whether we're talking about police, fire, or EMS, they are all challenging because A, they're essential, and B, uh, expensive to maintain for small cities like Geneva. How would you like to see city council approach these over the next four years so that the services can be maintained but not at a crazy cost to taxpayers? Uh, well, the other thing that I said is increase the tax basis uh, on on the on the taxes, but also cost. So ultimately, the the taxpayers had to make a decision on what do you want as far as the services that we we need uh, that, that we have. Are you willing to pay the extra money? I'm I'm, I'm gonna do my own. Uh, give you my own opinion. I try to pay for uh, services that I don't want to do. Like the and number one, the uh, DPW uh, collecting the, the leaves and the uh, you know brush out of your home. Uh, this is something that I don't want to do. I don't mind paying. That's me. But then some other people, you want to cut costs, but you're not going to have the services and the police and the firefighters. We can go. We can go. And we can go back and do what Phelps is doing in other towns that they use the sheriffs. And when you have an emergency for uh, a police responding, it'll be probably half an hour to 45 minutes before they get there. So we have the uh, safety to me is number one. I don't think I would um, I would want to focus on uh, raise the tax, uh, not, not raise the tax base, but uh, uh, try to get some money into the, uh, the, the tax base. To try to bring and try to exploit some of those areas like the the businesses that we have like the o, uh, OEO uh, I think that's what the, the there is a uh, on Genesee Street the the OEO the buildings that we need to work with the uh, the economic developer to see what ways we can uh, uh, bring that to to be able to start making more money and bring taxes to the uh, to the base to the tax base. Um, but as far as the Geneva, you know, that's one thing I noticed uh, that I focus in. I'm pro law enforcement. Okay, if I'm elected, um, you know, we need firefighters. We need those first responders um, and an experience. Uh, uh, my wife had an incident, you know, when I was at home, and um, they were here and they responded immediately. And so I don't know how much is uh, life cost to you, how much uh, your loved ones uh, are important to you. So those things to me are priceless um, when it comes. But then we got to go back and then think about, you know, how much can we afford? But the other thing that I notice is that uh, the 
how the the law enforcement would de, uh, demoralize, you know, with the um, with this police review board, and that's uh, that to me. Um, nobody wants to come to a work of place where you being looked upon when you are being micromanaged. And to me, of course, uh, I would sit down with a, as, uh, the police chief and just ask them questions. You know, what else? It's a city, uh, it's a city council uh, member in the city. Our job is, is like a toolbox. It's, a, it's to provide uh, those tools that they need so they can do it more efficiently, but also provide the resources. And sometimes uh, I felt that they were uh, uh, under assault when they uh, doing their job. They fe- uh, they feel, you know, like they were not valued. And to me, they, uh, it's not fair. This our job is to always to um, value them, regardless whether we want to have a police force, but they still need to be valued as uh, individuals. I know that pro- they are public servants. We also we are public servants, and we um, they are. Uh, they are here to do a service, and they're here to uh, um, to keep order, and that's number one. Um, I grew up without a uh, I grew up without a father, so in my house, the law was my mother, all right, and so I was taught to respect uh, law enforcement, and I never had any issue with them, as long as you know when you uh, when they approach you and you say how you doing, officer, how are things going, you know. Uh, never had an issue. I was a bridge among between the the language barrier, and so I would, uh, if elected, I would work uh, closely with. And I think that they're watching, <laughs> they're watching that selection very closely because of uh, because of the previous uh, city council that made it hard for them to do their work. And I think, uh, uh, and that's why some of them had left us uh, left Geneva. Yeah. Um- you mentioned uh, brush pickup as a as one example of the types of services that the the city is providing. Um, heavy rain and flooding has obviously raised a lot of concerns among residents for uh, just in terms of residential flooding, basements flooding, that sort of thing. Street flooding, we saw that this past summer. Um, obviously, that infrastructure is always expensive. Uh, what do you think city council should do, or how should city council approach uh, these? summertime uh, infrastructure issues where streets are flooding and uh, sometimes basements are too? Um, that's a, uh, it's an approach that has to be, not, uh, the Geneva, Geneva cannot take this by itself. This is something that, that has to be, it's a multi-million dollar uh, uh, operation that's going on that, that has to be uh, approached by um by the county and state the and also we need to be able to uh, have the towns to help in some of those because we are providing some of it uh the uh i believe water um the sewage and um and so they started that work over in, uh, on preemption and that caused some of the problem because we have an infrastructure that is old and so uh, I had it written down here the, uh, uh, about the about the infrastructure. Yeah, uh, we have to uh, um, make sure that when we when we focus on the infrastructure here in Geneva, we have to make sure that we um, we do it in 
um, on a face that looking towards the future. Make sure that we have uh, we are in the current uh, cutting edge technology. So just look look ahead. I'm in preventive maintenance. That's that's my niche. And so if I'm gonna do something, I gotta make sure I'm gonna spend the the money that I'm not gonna have to worry about for a long time. Yeah. And so we need to look for the infrastructure here, especially the drain, uh, uh, the sewage, the drains, uh, with with a long, long future. And number two, we had to do it in a way that is simple. Simple, not like um, something they simple that would be cost effective, but not like what they did over in uh, five and twenty. Over here on um, next to the 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 lake, that they instead of instead of making something the flow easier, they tighten it down, and so they they cut the flow in there. But also instead of growing, they were the idea was to put flowers, and now it's creating a bunch of uh, 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 broad leaves, broad leaf weeds, and and brushes and all that. So when you do this stuff, and if you think about you want to do some uh, gardening, you the first thing you you do, as I do landscaping, you lay a, a plastic. If if uh, I I'm I'm an uh, I'm I'm experienced farmer, and on the on the side of uh, on the uh, conventional, so I know how to use chemicals. I I do have, um, uh, ha- I had a license for. Uh, for the state of New York to apply chemicals, but also I went on to become an expert on um, on organic farming, so I know how to grow things without having weeds in there. So the first thing you do is just lay a, a plastic barrier underneath so you don't grow any weeds. And so we had that that uh, that five and twenty just looked like uh, you're driving through through a field. And so make it simple. Uh, the other thing is you you need to uh, um, make sure they include the the county the state find grants fundings that that they would be able to come and and, and do a research, you know, what we need to do to, um, to have a proper flowing of the uh, drain system. Makes sense. Uh, Last question here for you. Uh, What's your elevator pitch to voters? Why should they choose you on election day? Well, number one, I would say that um, I'm here um, I represent the diversity that Geneva um, has. Now, I represent the minority. I've been underrepresented uh, by any city council. They talk about diversity. They talk about the minority. But when, when they come, uh, my last opponent, uh, he talked about, you know, diversity. But when he uh, when he was in city council, he I didn't see it there. There was no representation. Uh, even though I ran and we ran, uh, we had a good uh, friendship. But he could have reached across and then he could have say, "Hey, what can we do uh, to get this um, this community better?" No, not even not even a phone call. None of that, you know. And this is. So what I, why the voters would choose me, I'm experienced. I'm a toolbox of experience when it comes to managing uh, big farm, 
not just about eight minutes away, not just one, but two, but also experience in business. I know how to, I know how to balance a, a sheet. I know how to do budgeting. I know how to spend, uh, how to spend within my means. I don't spend what I don't have. And I think, um, city council needs to be, uh, needs to run this business as a business, uh, in itself. And the other thing I have a lot invested into this community. Everything that I do every day is for to beautify my community. And I'm a, I'm a community guy. I'm approachable. I'll be able to work on both sides of the, you know, the aisle. Um, I talk to anybody. I don't, I don't, I leave the politics aside, but also uh, I treat the need and the root of the, uh, uh, I'm going to be working on the root of the problem and work with anybody that uh, has a good idea. If uh, it's the other side, uh, has a better idea, I'll go with that, you know, just because at the end of the day, we need to do what's best for the city. Yeah. Antonio, appreciate the time today. Thanks so much for taking it. Well, thanks for uh, this time. That'll do it for this edition of FLX Today. If you'd like to hear more conversations like this one, check out the show on your favorite podcast platform or subscribe to the FingerLakes1.com YouTube channel. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time.